Hello and welcome to the Wicked Off Topic cast, a.k.a. a episode of the Wicked Awesome cast, where because of scheduling mishaps, Jeff and Alex are not here by accident. So rather than doing a podcast all by myself, I slam together a bunch of our preamble that gets cut, our various kind of musings at the start of every episode. I have a whole backlog of them. And I make a podcast out of them. Normally I don't do news, but some news worth talking about happens. So, yeah, we're going to run through that quickly. Then you can get to our idiocy of things that we think were funny, or I think are funny at least, or we went on about way too long, or that we occasionally reference despite never having made it into a podcast. But, uh, yeah, enjoy. If you're not familiar with the uh, preamble cast, they are nonsensical, farcical, and a little bit weird, and make me, Jeff, and now Alex sound like crazy people. Some of the content will actually come from before Alex joined the podcast, so if, you want, if, you're, ever, if you're a new listener and you're curious what it sounded like back when me and Jeff were just here by ourselves and don't want to go back and listen to stuff, you should. There's some okay podcasts, but yeah, this is your sample of it. But so some news we're going to run through quickly is um, Sony sold... Uh, Sony sold 20 million PS4s in last year's fiscal year alone. That's pretty damn impressive. 2.3 million um, Nintendo Classics were sold during its five-month span. Again, pretty impressive. Amazon leaked, and then IGN confirmed a Darksiders 3 from THQ Nordic. I'm excited for that. I like the Darksiders franchise a lot. It's silly and M-rated Zelda in a way I kind of can dig. Uh... Yeah, that's about it. There's already some speculation out there about a new P- about the PS5 being unveiled, maybe at this E3, probably next year's E3, which is just kind of crazy. So I'm just bought a PS4 Pro, and uh, Nintendo also has announced a new Nintendo DS or 2DS XL. Remember that 2DS, that kind of weird tray thing they did that was like a 3DS except in 2D? Well, you can now get that, and it bends, and it's like the new 3DS, and is further proof that Nintendo is really bad at naming things. But, yeah, that's gaming news for the week. That's what happens when I run through it and no one talks about it, and I stop pulling together stuff because, well, don't you to talk about it. Those are kind of the highlights. Maybe we'll get into it some on them next week when everyone's back. But yeah, um, Alex can't make the podcast because he has his birthday thing, and Jeff's off on vacation, I think? I don't know. But, so, because they're here to defend themselves, before we get to the preamble part, I'm gonna make up some stuff about them to see if they listen to the podcast and counteract me next week on this. Um, Alex is secretly three children in an IT person suit. Jeff is, an, Jeff is a mannequin I found and through witchcraft brought back to life, hence his paleness. Every time we talk about his parents, it's actually referenced the mannequin factory I stole him from. And, um, yeah, let's see if they hear us. Let's see if they talk about that next week. I don't know why I decided to do that, but it's staying in the podcast because screw it. Uh, normal podcast will be back next week. That will be episode, uh, probably something ridiculous. I'm forgetting the number. 58? Yeah, 59 will be next week. Uh, things will be back to normal. Content continues. More Persona 5. More, so, yeah, more Persona 4. More. Uh, Metal Gear, more uh, Secret World, Jade Empire may come back. There may be some one-offs as well in the near future. But yeah, keep your eyes on the channel. Follow the Twitch. Alex has got his birthday thing. Not By the time you're hearing this, it will be next, uh, the Sunday following when this podcast goes up. 
The plan is for us to host that on the channel and on the Twitch stuff, but if we don't do that, go find him. He's doing a very long stream for his 31st birthday. It's not his actual date of his birthday. That's on recording night for the podcast. So, yeah. Enjoy our third annual preamble cast. So, yeah. Um, things will be back to normal next week. Enjoy. Have you heard his solo album? I have not, but I do need to. I, it's that, that has taught me two very important things. One... Romstein is Romstein. I think he replaced Romstein. Two, someone was censoring Teal Linderman in Romstein. Like, someone was <laughs> like, maybe we don't go that far with these lyrics, Teal. I know it's in German. They expect a certain shock value out of us, but we don't have to go that far. We can keep it <laughs> metaphorical. Rolling Stone, Sex, Pills, and Metal. Romstein singer Teal Linderman on Filthy Solo LP. <laughs> yep. Oh, Jesus. It's good. Do not listen to it in front of your parents. Uh, I can listen to it without visuals, I assume. Uh, Yes, very much so. Or or actually, is that missing half the Rammstein experience? I didn't know if there were visuals. I listened to it one day at work by accident, and there was one song where it's like, should not be listening to this at work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Getting the... the, um... The, the impression that this song is like, what is that song that's like, you have a pussy, I have a dicka, so what's the uh, problem? Yes, the song is the straight-up called Pussy, too, so... Okay, yeah, that song, Pussy, I feel like this is... Someone was like, Pussy was too restrained of a song. Yes! And, like, it was also beating around the bush too much. Like I said, someone in Rammstein is sitting there going, that's a cool idea for a song, Teal, but what if we keep it, like... In the world of metaphor and simile, don't go concrete with any of our imagery, but kind of keep it somewhat vague. The, the song contains a description of a man raping another man with a baseball bat. Yeah, that's more metaphorical still than your actual solo album was. Dear God, man! No, 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 no. This is our element. The element fire has been renamed to Rammstein. And... They've honestly taken over, like, the element jizz now that they have, or since they make Teal go on with the fake penis and shoot it all over the crowd. That's Eisenbrecher still. I, I, as much as I love the kind of ridiculousness that is Rammstein from the kind of just straight-up sexual stuff, mm-hmm. Eisenbrecher, despite being technically more mild, will always beat Rammstein because I still haven't seen Eisenbrecher because back when they were touring in the US they only toured um, fucking fetish clubs I was too young to go into mm-hmm. Rammstein has never had that they've had like the 21, 18 plus it's never been no you don't even know where this fucking concert is because you're not in the scene man yep you don't have to go to a warehouse knock three times pause knock four times pause knock once to get in yeah, it's a, you you know when Rammstein's in town. Eisenbrecher's like, oh yeah, they were in Boston. How did I miss them? Ah, uh, you weren't at the BDSM club that night. That's right. <laughs> ah, shit, I had Scrabble. I was gonna go, you know, just on the off chance. You know, the options were pizza or BDSM club, and I chose pizza. Once <laughs> again, I believe I chose wrong. So, speaking of, like, gear and programs and whatnot... 
Oh. I just downloaded an accordion VSD. Oh, good VST. lord. What? Oh, good lord. So the uh, Celtic Rock, Something Wicked Studios song of some variety may be on its way. It has been what SWS has been missing this entire time. You're right. I, I am going slowly through like our mutual music base. Yeah. Don't expect anything Baby Metal related. I... <laughs> Here's the issue. I enjoy the gimmick of baby metal far more than I enjoy the reality of baby metal. Like, part of my brain registers just how not quite creepy, but a little bit wrong baby metal is in practice and in concept, where I'm like, no, I'm glad it exists. It's every right to exist. It's kind of cool. I don't want any more bands like this. I don't want any copycat bands. I want this to be just this kind of thing. So it's like, I don't want to become a genre, I guess. And don't get me wrong, a band of hot Asian chicks singing metal, totally down for that. I don't want more 12-year-old Asian chicks singing metal. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I've lived through one creepiness. Like, I, I can be a fan of baby metal. If I'm a fan of baby metal and another band like baby metal, then I'm actively seeking out the genre. It's like, no, no, it's for the mm -hmm. music. Right, and pedophiles enjoy playground equipment. <laughs> Pretty much. But I, my, my point was I cannot capture that gimmick. No. Uh, I, I physically lack the ability. Damn it, Jeff, why aren't you a four foot eight Japanese girl? But yeah, the the bad TV is back and it's fantastic. All mm, of it's glad back. You're like, enjoying it. I, there are some shows I'm actually generally happier back. Like Lucifer is a fun, stupid TV show. Never heard of it. What is uh, it? It's so um. I mean, I like the title. So <laughs> the devil gets bored of being the devil and opens up a nightclub in Los Angeles. This sounds like an anime. It is not. It's a live action TV show featuring real people, and I. It really sounds. Like I don't an remember plot. how it happens, but he winds up becoming a consultant for the um, police department because he's the devil. And whenever a crime happens, he's like walks up to people and says, "Did you do it?" and then makes them tell him. Because mm -hmm. devil, you know. Yep. I, mostly, it's just the devil works for the police. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's got some great moments where it's like something will happen. He'll be like, "I'm the devil," and that's ridiculous. <laughs> I used to flay people for eternities, and wow, that is overkill. Fuck you, humans are terrible. <laughs> Yet again, humans outdo themselves. <laughs> no, it's it's it is a fun show. Like if you could, uh, the one of the best episodes is when they're investigating a satanic cult, mm -hmm. and they show up, and he's like, finally, like he's like, okay, I can dig this, I can dig this. Finally, the recognition I deserve. Sir, what are you saying? Oh, I'm the devil. No, you're not. He's taller. <laughs> nice. Uh, he's just pissed the rest. It's like, why won't they believe I'm the devil? Like it there are some fun moments where he like just to solve problems. He'll flash what he really is to people. Like he'll look into the rest like demon moment, and they just go insane. It's like, what happened to him? <laughs> I didn't do anything to them. But they're staring straight into Cthulhu. Basically, yeah, no, like there, there's a situation where it's like, tell me what's going on. No. Demon vision. Well, he's now insane and can't help us. Whoops. <laughs> that didn't work. Well, he won't be turning against me anytime soon. Yeah. No, and the first episode of the second season is out, and I'm like, this is like, the, the issue is, I'm like, okay, I really actually kind of secretly enjoyed the first season for, hey, like, let's focus more on the devil subplot and stuff like that. Like, let's focus more on the fact that Lucifer, like, spends the entire first season just, like, casually bringing up God, where it's like, yeah, <laughs> dad's kind of a dick and shit like that.
<laughs> That's funny. Yeah. This is my brother. He's played by a black guy. <laughs> there is a literal dick measuring competition in that show at one point. <laughs> the show might be aware of it. Yes. Oh, no. The, sh- the show is fantastically aware of itself in that regard where it's like, it's like, oh, it's like, I'm an angel still. And you said Lucifer Goat's like, all that package and no ability to use it, huh, brother? <laughs> really, you chose a black guy for your vessel. That's an interesting choice given your shortcomings. Like, it's, 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 that's what makes the show. The rest of the show is kind of like, whatever, this is kind of stupid. It's just the it's, devil it's, making small dick yeah, jokes it's, to the angels. Well, it's, it's the devil just being the devil, or it's like, it's like him talking to drug dealers. It's like, really, this is it's like really this is how you sell your soul to me. You, you shoot a couple people and sell an eighth, and you wind up in hell with me looking down at you going, man, more crack dealers. <laughs> what decisions led you to me? Yeah. And maybe you should think about that. No, you're, you're getting the exact point of it. Where it's, just, it's him being the entire time like... If you guys would just stop screwing up so much, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> what what is this show on? Is it on television or is there I think Netflix? It's on Fox. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu, which is where I watch it. Yep. It's don't get me wrong, the show has some like yup, this is TV moments to it all the time, but you're watching it for yep. Lucifer basically being like he's in therapy at certain points trying to sort his relationship with God and shit like that. It's there's so many great <laughs> moments. And the best thing is Lucifer's character isn't like pretending not to be the devil. He's just like, Yep, I'm the devil, and no one believes him. Mm-hmm. So it's like him in therapy. No one believes him until they're on fire. No, it's like him in therapy. It's like, as the devil, you keep referring to yourself as the devil. Why do you insist on this mental dysmorphia that makes you the ultimate bad guy? Be- because I am. I tried to overthrow God. Again, blaming yourself for things you obviously didn't do. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> way you brought that up. It is kind of dad's fault. Again, referring to dad as God. You have very eomaniacal images of yourself, don't you? Well, I am the son of God, his favorite son, and I am the prince of hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is all accurate. Yes. Like, No, it's, it's, it's great that way. To look this show up, I, it's just ridiculous enough to catch. Oh my no, attention. it's it's really, like you said. Someone basically said, "Hey, here's an anime we could make into an okay TV show," and then they did just that. And like the first episode or two, they're like, "Okay, we're not sure how devilish we can be," and then someone just says, "Fuck it, why not? Let's 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 have the devil talk a virgin into boning a stranger as an opening for an episode." It is on Fox. Yes. You are right about that. Let's have like right. let's have the most honest conversation about sexuality and sex on a TV show ever, and it's the devil talking to a football star who's like saving himself for marriage and basically sitting there being like, "You should go bang those floozies. Why? They're floozies. That's what they exist for. Literally, it's what they exist for. <laughs> It'll be awesome." God puts them down here to throw guys like you a yeah. bone. How do you know what God does? Just just trust me on this. God doesn't care if you nail those floozies. Why? If you really think God cares where you stick your dick, you you don't understand God. All. He doesn't care. Why do you think murder and rape and genocide happen? He doesn't care whether or not you're getting your bone on inappropriately or not. Those are bigger issues, and he doesn't give a fuck about those either. <laughs> 
I'm looking at some of the like, or I found like a list of just like screenshots and quotes from the show. It's pretty good that way. And some of these are amazing. It's Lucifer Morningstar is that a stage name or something? God given him. Yes, afraid. no, that's that's what the show is fantastic for. It's like it's like no, I'm I'm the devil. I'm like some shows are like no, I'm not the devil, but Stephen's like no, I'm the I'm the fucking devil. Uh, I'm homesick today from work because I have bronchitis. Yuck. Yeah, have we ever talked about my version of bronchitis? I don't think so. Well, so my version of bronchitis is oh, I have allergies. I have allergies. I have allergies. Huh, this cough is getting really persistent. Then I cough so much in a short period of time I throw up and I go, Okay, maybe it's time to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. That is Charlie's version of bronchitis. Yeah, I although I'm sure the podcast may not have got to see it because you do such a wonderful job editing. You've been hacking up a lot for a while at this point. Um, that was allergy-ish stuff, I think. Like literally the last three days, have go- I've gone from, like, eh, it's been a normal cough to, mm, mm, <laughs> Like. Talking is difficult. Not ever talking, just like, wow, I am coughing a lot. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Well, fortunately, we got you to a doctor, and. Yeah. I'm assuming they gave you medications that will make you well. Yep, I got my Z-Pack. Also, the best part is I walk into the office, fill up my stuff, and I'm waiting in the room for the doctor to come in, I start coughing. The guy opens the door and goes, you have bronchitis, I can hear you in the hallway, I have to run some tests on you quickly to make sure I'm right, but that is the most casebook bronchitis cough ever. And you know, <laughs> he was right. This may come as random, but are you wearing a Guild of Calamitous Intent t-shirt? I am wearing a Guild of Calamitous Intent t-shirt. That is amazing. Yes, I... As a member of the Guild of Calamitous Intent, it's important to show support for your home team. <laughs> so the Guild of Calamitous Intent's a baseball team now? Uh, it's more of a loose organization of um, those of us in the uh, supervillain fields of sorts. So you, Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin, as we discussed previously, is the, uh, are the one living supervillain at the moment? I said calamitous intent, not like weird douchey superpowers. <laughs> weird douchey superpower. <laughs> we're more in the we're, we're more in the like we'll get to the world conquering eventually club where it's like, eh, could it's like, could we overthrow a country? Sure, but it's way more fun just to hang out and talk about how we do it because then we don't have to leave these comfy chairs and there's bourbon here and the. It's nice in here kind of thing. Like, we don't want to go outside and conquer. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we could totally do it if we wanted, though. I returned from Jack in the Box having eaten their brunch fist menu. Or their, yeah, brunch fist menu. Brunch fist. So, um, you don't have Jack in the Box back east, but Jack in the Box is on the same tier as Wendy's. Where it's like, okay. it's fast food, but it's good still. Mm-hmm. But they're also like Taco Bell, where they understand that people get high as shit out here and then want, like, tacos at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're this weird mix of, like, disturbingly cheap and surprisingly okay food. And, and a very broad menu. Yeah. Also, and they keep doing weird things to their menu. Like, this is a place that has the late-night munchy meal, a box with a burger, like, four, <laughs> four tacos, 
and then like a shit ton of randomly assorted fries just kind of thrown into a box haphazardly and sold for like six bucks. But starting uh, at 9 p.m. I'd eat that. <laughs> yeah, but it starts at 9 p.m. Starting at 9 p.m., oh my god. Yeah, and like all the ads for it were like, so they're stoned. They never outright say it, but it's like, yeah. hey, it's 9.03. What happens at 9.03? Do we turn to werewolves? No. They start selling my late night munchie meal at Jack in the Box. Are you sure we don't turn into werewolves? <laughs> I have... So as but as a result, I have been pleasantly surprised with every single kind of weird thing Jack in the Box chooses to do. And the latest thing mm. is the brunch fist menu, which is okay. kind of halfway between normal fast food place breakfast and normal fast food place normal food. Like they have the breakfast burger, a burger on a croissant with eggs, cheese, bacon, and a burger patty. That sounds amazing. It is fucking awesome. <laughs> I have seen and had the experimental creature, which is the <laughs> burger with eggs on it, and it is more than acceptable. This is way so better than egg that. on a burger. This totally is cool. way better than that. Like, and it's like four bucks. <laughs> the only thing they're missing is the secret ingredient to any good cheeseburger, which is Cool Ranch Doritos <laughs> on their we'll egg special. We'll agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> Let's just agree to not agree on that one, because I don't think we're going to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I took it upon myself the other night to try the brunch fist menu, and I was not disappointed. I got that and the breakfast chicken sandwich, and yeah. So how do you breakfast a chicken sandwich? Well, you take a, um an English muffin, put an egg, some cheese and some bacon on that, and then shove a deep-fried chicken, a hunk of chicken in there. Sounds good. It was good. One of my uh, co-workers was telling me how every time he orders Chinese food the next day, he just starts pouring it into his scrambled eggs and makes, like, half Chinese food omelet creatures. Yeah. And this seems like it's along the same vein. Nah, but the difference being... That's like some weird stoner-ass shit you do at home. This is a restaurant mm -hmm. going like, hey, you like weed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You not like weed, but like weird food? Yeah. You want a podcast? You talk about food occasionally, Charlie? Wow, this ad's oddly targeted so, towards me. That, get, that gets mentioned so often, we've started calling it its own drinking game? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, Charlie, yeah? You want a breakfast burger? I don't know what that is. It's like breakfast pasta. Do you have that too? Nah, it's a different place out here. But yeah, we got breakfast burgers. What is that? You have to come try it. Our ads are super vague. <laughs> That's awesome. It's good. You'll like. Do they it. put cereal on anything? Nah, it's 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 a, it's a fast food place. They they're not interested in like making you mix things. <laughs> I've seen all kinds of, like cornflakes, crusted like deep fried food. That's just bull. That, that's different. That's uh. It's out there. Not as it's inferior way of accomplishing fried food, but it is out there. Yeah, it misses the fried a little bit. Oh, I, I did something terrible, very terrible. Wait, I should have something for this. Um, um, you finally built the orphan stomper. Too slow, too slow, too slow, too slow. Um, <laughs> so I I was playing more Gears of War and. They have a benchmark system, which means it will say, hey, what are the recommended settings for this? 
and I put my rig through that, it's like, just fucking crank all of it to ultra, ultra. Draw distances, textures, effects, all of it. Just put that slider all the way to the right and let it run. We'll give you like 59, 60 stable frame rate a second. I'm like, okay, let's, let's, <laughs> let's see what this does. And I've never been a graphics guy before, but damn. <laughs> We're getting to the point where graphics are starting to overtake. <laughs> that game pretty like reality. <laughs> that that game is better looking than the real world. Mm-hmm. Still has yeah. Graphics are starting to matter a lot more. I, they'll never matter to me they, the way they matter to some people, but like I can still appreciate when it's like, damn. I'm fucking over here making theme park magic, fucker. <laughs> I'm helping people live. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I'm not saying yours is not a more worthy cause than mine. I'm simply <laughs> saying that, like, I, I I wish people understood the reality of what theme parks were, though, because as I've made the joke before, it is essentially super villainy minus the doomsday lasers. Like, it's like, you want a what? Okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem practical at all, but Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, if a supervillain actually wanted to accomplish a lot of the things that they do, like, okay, so first I need the slow pitfall, and I need, once they get, you know, near the bottom with all the sharks, all the sharks will be required to hold swords. Not, I mean, like, strapped to their head like a narwhal or some shit. No, in their fins, able to fence, Olympic-level swordsmanship. And then I want at least, you know, paintball, I want paintball guns aimed on them, but the paintballs are filled with acid. Like, they'd have or to come to you. Nitrogen. Who else would be able to build that but the company you work for? Yeah, a little bit. Or some of the other companies I've worked for. I I, I, I guess I lived in a world where occasionally they'd, they'd come in and be like, Yeah, um, we got one of those projects again. Oh, who's it for? Uh, uh, Dr. Payne. Oh, wait, what happened to the last one we built for him? Kind of got blown up. Okay, okay. What's the timetable on this one? This? Is this one in a volcano? No. Is it at the bottom of the ocean? Yes. Okay, so (laughs) rusting is a thing we're concerned about. Okay, okay, so it's got Florida treatment levels. Okay, good to know, good to know. Um, what (laughs) part of the ocean? Why? Well, we need to take into account the um, barometric pressure that would be forced upon you if you were to burn on a trench. Oh, no, no. It's just kind of like um, coastal reef. You can get there via just diving apparatuses. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Death clock can record at these depths. Yes. Vicinity to the Titanic. Why does that matter? I just want to know. That's, that's, that's probably a me question. Like, how many miles away <laughs> is it from the wreck of the Titanic? Also, permits, man. Do you know how hard it is to get back to that thing ever since everyone wanted to get to it? Exactly. Yeah, I, I wish that would occasionally just happen where it's like, okay, we have to go build this doomsday device now. How long <laughs> we got? Eh, like five months. Okay. I, I, I'm back to my never buy anything for more than $1,000. <laughs> if it's over $1,000, you don't need it or you should just steal it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever owned anything nearly that expensive, not even my guitars. You want a car? I, well, the bank owns it. <laughs> Fair, I guess. Yep. I own one thing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Even my most expensive piece of recording equipment is my um, my tube amp, which comes in at like 400 <laughs> Yeah, I don't own lots of stuff over 1000 but I own a couple things. Your motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, basically, and my PC. 
I guess my PC is worth more than that, too. Yes, my PC is it's worth like, a staggering amount. Yeah, my guitar collection is worth more than that, yeah, but, but no individual guitar is up yeah, to Yeah, but that. no one individual thing was like, eh, that's $4,000. Neat, mm. that's what $4,000 looks like. Werewolf Women of the Isis, that was the Rob Zombie one. Yep. That allegedly exists. It's a full movie made to make a trailer. I mean, there's definitely stuff. I'm now curious if that got made into a full movie. It did not get a full release, but allegedly if you go to certain corners of the internet, you can find it. And it's full, like, uncutness, or it's it's full actual theatrical thing. Wow. Yeah. Huh? At the very least, we have the... Uh... What's it called? Uh, we have the song to keep its memory going. Yep. yep. Let's see. I'm finding stuff on him explaining why it won't be a movie. Oh, no, he's movie. explained several times what never happened. Like, I'm not saying the movie exists. I'm saying he shot, like, a movie's worth of shit to make that trailer. And there's Oh, a, you're talking about all the cutting room floor stuff? Yeah, and, like, there it is... It has been someone pieced... Like, someone got a hold of it and pieced it together into an actual movie, kind of. If you find that, you're going to have to let me I, know. I... I've never actually seen it, just I've followed some of the weird trails that exist for it, where it's like, hey, Werewolf Women of the SS surfaced again. How? <laughs> because it is glorious and in its insanity. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, I still need to watch The Adventures of El Super Bisto, while it's still on Netflix, at least. Yeah. I am kind of excited for... Um, He's got a new movie coming out called 13, I believe. If it's another one of his bullshit slasher 31. flicks, I'm not interested. Well, it definitely looks like a slasher flick. Yeah, I... Not a big fan of um, Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpse? I get what he's going for. I guess it's like... It doesn't feel Rob Zombie enough, if that makes any sense. Like I expect a certain flair from anything he does. Like, Werewolf Woman well, of the SS makes sense. You're expecting more of, like, a flashing lights, like, I don't want to say, like, mashup, but, like, it's more chaotic and, like, fast-moving and no suspense, no ambiance. No, not even that, but like, his house wasn't built on slasher flicks. His, his house was built upon kind of the image of Rob Zombie, and, like, I, I kind of would like to see some of that Rob Zombiness spill over into his movie like it his his stage show is colorful his outfits are colorful the, the there's a certain like kind of tongue-in-cheekness to it like it's the you could do a horror movie like i'm not saying go like full repo the genetic opera or um, the devil's carnival because those things are terrible but fantastic but terrible but like you could still incorporate some of the stuff i love about uh rob I zombie i think what it's missing is it's the I'm going to quote Marilyn Manson here with its I'm your the Antichrist superstar and it's missing the second part. Yeah. It's like the Rob Rob Zombie is I'm your monster rock star. Yeah. And it's missing the rock star flair. Yes, so and that's that's just it. It's one of those things where it's like I'm not saying make me a musical Rob Zombie, but like 
I, I really appreciate your design aesthetic. Like, the, the merch you've put out over the years is wicked cool. Maybe bring some of that design aesthetic to your thing. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a fun that the those movies never had where it's like, yeah, we're gory. And? And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's... As a fan of slasher flicks, I like them. No, and it's... it's you're, you're probably like, yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, it, it, I feel the way I feel about all slasher flicks, though, too, where it's like, with the exception of, like, Friday the 13th and, um, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, because those aren't slasher flicks. Those are kind of just... They, they are what they are, but, like, I don't like um, Halloween because it's like, yep, it's fucking Michael Myers. Halloween gets its credit for being the first one more yeah. than anything. Michael Myers in himself, I don't think, is the most interesting slasher character. I mean, one of the big things that really turned around, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street from watching the four-hour documentary on it is the fact that, like, the second or third um, director of it was like, I want to turn Freddy Krueger into James Bond, was like his exact words, and he kind of made him much more superstar-ish. yeah. Um, and that was kind of how that franchise goes into the whimsical, strange other direction that it does. Whereas Michael Myers is kind of like, you know, dark corridors and big knives. Yeah. And, and I, a blank face. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I, I get the appeal of it. But at the same time, though, too, it's like I, I enjoy the mysticism angles of there too. There's, there's more going on than just teens get stabbed in face. Mm hmm. Well, that's what slasher flicks do. Yeah. No, I, I'm very. That said, I do agree that like of my favorite slasher movies are Nightmare on Elm Street followed by Friday the Thirteenth. I will always like um, Jason more than Freddy. That's I, fine. Yeah, I, there's something I relate to about Jason. It's his hatred of people. Like, don't get me wrong, Freddy hates people, but Jason's just like he's not even gonna talk to me. It's like, no, no, you're not even worth my time. Towards like, just die. Mm-hmm. It's just, or for me, it's that Freddy Krueger has way more personality than yes. Jason does. And Freddy's plots tend to be a little more crazy than Jason's do. Yes. Other than... I always love the t or to bring up the fact that I think it's like the fourth movie, Jason Voorhees gets like dug up by the person who killed him in the third movie. And he puts a goddamn flagpole in his chest, and he gets struck by motherfucking lightning and zips back to life. Yeah, that's... And literally, like that, Jason Voorhees is a zombie yep, for the rest of the series. That's kind of some of the dumb stuff I like. Oh, no, that's absolutely wonderful. I love that. Why is he unkillable? He Well, apparently, you can be undead in his universe. Just no one else has been uh, yep. privileged with his god powers. New rumors about Jeff's mom. She pressure washes dogs. Oh uh, yeah, you hear you heard it here first from Charlie, a known reliable narrator. <laughs> I have never once told a lie on this podcast, except all those times I totally made stuff up for my amusement. So my roommate hit me with an Allen wrench. Excellent. <laughs> um, he's listening. Excellent. <laughs> I I didn't realize it was coming. I was I was plugging a. Uh, com cable into the back of my computer because i was trying to interface with a very old piece of technology sure. and like i look up and i'm all of a sudden there's like a slight there's like tink on the back of my head he's like i hit you with a wrench 
Like, what? He's holding an Allen wrench. I'm like, that? And he's like, yes, I have hit you with a wrench. And I'm like, I hope you know he doesn't have much gold. Like, or any. <laughs> the much... <laughs> I feel like I owe him something but, now. I, I could send him a sign that says, I owe you much gold now or something. <laughs> he just gets the world's nicest IOU. Yes. Gold-leafed IOU. <laughs> I owe you some gold. Just a gold-leaf picture that says much on it? Yes. <laughs> or soon. <laughs> oh, or he just gets a shitty pun. Here is your reward. Yes. <laughs> This is what service to Charlie looks like. Well, yeah, you, you could have warned about up, this. Keep it up, Robert. You'll wind up making content from him. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all shall serve or all <laughs> shall kneel. Oh, my God. You came or you reproduced or created that line all too quickly. That's a line? I'm sure. Probably. I said quoted or came up with. I gave the possibility that you made it up. <laughs> well, the, the brand I'm pushing for the Something Wicked Studios persona is Benevolent Dictator, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Describe to me what you think Chili's the Restaurant is. Chili's the Restaurant? It's a, like, slightly more, like... Mexican in spite more or Mexican style food based version of like TGI Fridays. Sure, like it's 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 more between Tex Mex and just straight up kind of yup, it's American food. Yeah. So um Did I get it wrong? No, <laughs> i that's what I thought Chili's was too, but according to this ad campaign, it's it's not for you corporate folks out there. It's for like it was started by hippies that didn't always wear shoes and shirts and like. I'm so about glad the, they franchised. It, it's it's all about that <laughs> free love and shit like that. And the, the ad campaign's full of great lines where it's like, "Back when we started, if you wanted to stand, if you wanted to wait your entire lunch hour, you went to the bank. If you wanted to eat, you came to Chili's." And I'm like, I have never not once waited at Chili's before in my life. And like, what the fuck? Like, I've been to one of these before. You're not hip and or cool. You believe in flair. <laughs> Chili, my family will always adore chilies because oh. they're willing to sell my family bottomless soup bowls for a fixed rate. Yeah. And my dad will make his money back on their Southwest, or it's like the Southwest Chipotle soup or something like that. Um, and so for that, my dad will always go to it. But they're like, so nothing special. <laughs> oh, no, but the, the ads are shot in this like bullshit sepia tone old-timey, yep. totally not film, totally film, lens-flaring bullshit of people, like, grilling in the back of a car or something bullshit. The point where I'm mm -hmm. like, are there two chilies out there? Like, is there the East Coast version of chilies? That's the place that people that don't like their coworkers go after work to drink with the coworkers they don't like, where they offer, like, the Baja Blast margarita, which is neon blue and extra bad for your kidneys or something, but mm -hmm. it's half-price jalapeno poppers until 7, and then you have to go home to your wife that you hate. Like, that's the chilies I know in my brain. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, like... Checks it, out. <laughs> was there a second one out there that's full of, like, hip young people that are like, yeah... We're at Chili's. We're going to burn this shit down. Yeah. 
And I, how are we going to do that? By becoming a part of corporate America and franchising the shit out of this thing. I, I don't know. The like, hippie I, dream. I, I kind of just hoping they're flat out lying to us, but at the same time, this is one of those ones where it's like, I don't know, but this is so not the image I have in my head of Chili's that I'm like, I kind of want to go to Chili's and be like, is it sepia tone in here? Is it out of focus? Like, are there people with beards? I'm going to... Well, there's one that's literally like... You know how I live on, like, not exactly a highway, but oh, like I know. a big I know. main street? There is a Chili's that is walking distance to, from my apartment if you cross that. And so the divorced men hang out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But after all you've said about my beard today, I'm pretty sure you will find more than one beard in that particular one. Not these types of beards. These are, like, the obnoxious hippie beards and stuff. Like, these are the mm-hmm. ones that people get, like beard transplants now which is a fucking thing sadly because they're not capable of being a lumber sexual or something like that <laughs> oh my god i want fucking I suits and clean cut to come back in so i <laughs> can have my look back the, you want what to come I back i want like suits and clean cut to come back into style so i can have my look back of i don't give a fuck <laughs> So everyone starts dressing like they're from the 1950s and you can be the renegade as opposed to everyone dressing like you? Not even that. I'm just sick of everyone looking like they work for... Like, I, I'm sick of everyone kind of dressing like a roadie. Like, camera guys have always dressed the same. And the issue is everyone now dresses like camera guys, which is kind of flannel shirts and skinny jeans. I I, I want my industry back where it's like, no, 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 that's that's what the, that's what we look like. But it's so trendy. You know, that's what we've always looked like. I, I once saw this movie, and I'm blanking on the name of it right now, and it's about, I, I don't want to call them hippie climbers, but kind of the origins of the um, rock climbing, or the, yeah, the, the rock climbing culture, specifically in, I think it's Yellowstone, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong about the exact location, and on one hand, it was a super kind of cool little historical thing where it starts off in, like, I want to say the 50s, where there's kind of like doing, yep, we're doing, um, uh... French and Swiss mountain climbing techniques, lots of things in rocks and tracks up to the modern era. People are now like free climbing it in like speedos and shit. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with people? But whatever. And there's this big chunk in the center where it's all about kind of the the hippie climbing culture. And Mm -hmm. on one hand, I sit there going like, this kind of makes sense. On the other hand, it's like these are the most in shape hippies I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. This is not normal. What the <laughs> fuck is this? When you hike trails, so I don't know if I've told the story of the time that I climbed Mount Washington on this before. And um, so one of my friends decided he wanted to hike Mount Washington, and I was the only one who didn't step backward, I guess. Sure. Um, but actually, it was an absolute blast. Yeah, I'm glad I hike. went. So when you're hiking, you usually wind up leapfrogging with someone where, like, you'll stop and eat or, you know, stop, take a break. They'll pass you and then you'll pass them taking a break and vice versa. And we passed this family that um, I think they said they were from, like, oh, somewhere really far south, like Atlanta or something like that. And their two kids are wearing T-shirts that say, God bless America and have American flags on them. Okay. And I'm wearing a Lamb of God t-shirt, nice. as in the metal band previous name being Burn the Priest. And we wind up like, you know, they're a perfectly nice family and they're talking to us. And then he just looks down my shirt and looks at me and goes, he really is great, isn't he? I'm like, sure. 
Yes, he is person who I don't want to offend. Oh, also the guy was a Marine. Another reason I did not want to take him yeah, off. That's... He could have but... been talking about Randy Blythe. He could have been talking about Randy. Um, but where was I going with this? Oh. But you wind up meeting a lot of very, like, interesting people on the trail. Because yes. I remember there was a girl there who... She was doing, like... We just happened to be there at the same time this girl was doing some kind of, like... First person to hike some number of mountains in some amount of time kind of thing. Sure. Um, I wasn't really involved. And this guy was telling us about how she passed and, like, these guys kept trying to, like, hit on her. And he's like, dude, you're just hiker trash. Like, leave her alone. She has goals and objectives. Go back to what you're doing. And the idea of hiker trash took a minute to set in with me. And I'm like, oh, you can be that, I guess. I always viewed this as, like, only the motivated and those who, like, A, getting up early in the morning and, B, doing physical exercise enjoyed this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, Jeff, the most desperate women are out hiking. <laughs> really? I live in L.A. That's, like, that's a thing we do out here. You go out, you go out and hike these very specific trails to meet people. Like, it's where it's women and men, like, dressing in high-end exercise equipment, like, Full hair done, full makeup, like fully manicured, fully facial haired, whatever you want to do oh to it. God. Like looking to score. There's a lot of used condom wrappers on that. Track. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. That's believe, fantastic. It, it was one of these dumb things when I moved out here. I'm like, that's not a fucking thing. There's no hookup hiking culture anywhere in the world. Like, it's like, have I gotten laid because of hiking once in my life? Yes. Was that the goal when I set out? No, it was a happy coincidence, but <laughs> it's like, no, I, that's not a thing. I go out there. I'm, I'm, I'm on one of these trails. So I'm like, holy fuck, this is a thing. Like, it's nothing but attractive people really not hiking all that much. I kind of slow walking certain areas, just kind of scoping each other out. I'm like, this is the most L.A. thing ever. This is holy fuck. <laughs> Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy go nuts. Yeah. Oof. So, you think there's anything usable in that? Probably somewhere. <laughs> I'm thinking about going to the hookup hiking, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's... So, you want to start this train wreck? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Oh, actually, first, I need to derail us. Oh, God. No, because um, we're on such a good track so far. <laughs> um, I went to my roommate today after your response. I'm like, Robert, are people actively concerned I'm going to kill myself or something? He's like, what? Why? I'm like, I don't know. I keep getting asked, are you okay every time I mention I've been drinking? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I feel great. I went drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jeff, you are single and you do live in New Hampshire, so um, we worry about you as a result. <laughs> well, I can confirm I, I have no intentions of murdering myself. And mine was purely one of, like, okay, when I say stuff, that means I had a shitty day and it's like, it's fucking time to drink because I need structure to my drinking. Why? Or I will do it freeform, and freeform, Charlie, <laughs> drinking, it's not something you do. 
on a Friday, on like a, on a weeknight, like we have to work the next day. Yeah, that's a Friday and Saturday thing only. It has to end by Sunday at noon, so you have time to like pass out in a pool of your own vomit, wake up and go, "Oh God, never again." Did I freeform drink again? And like four dudes are standing <laughs> there going, "Like, fuck, that man just drank." You don't see that kind of self hatred normally in these parts. Is it like deathgasm? No, it's a little more not. It, it's a, it, it's more of a movie than Deathgasm is, where I could make the claim Deathgasm isn't really a movie as it is an id thought process. Nights of Badastum <laughs> is more of an actual movie where, like, here's the plot. Mm-hmm. I, I can recount what happens in the events of Nights of Badastum. Deathgasm, I would be like, yeah, so th- there's this movie and... Some stuff happens. It's called Deathgasm. What happens during the movie? I I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I mean, the premise to Deathgasm is some kids find a song that when you play it, all hell breaks loose, and then the rest of the movie, like, ensues. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the issue. It's like, it, it's like, so what happens after they unleash hell? The rest of the movie. Explain it. Y- you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, a demon invades and they send him back to hell. No, it's through the power of death metal. Uh, the the um, that's basically actually kind of the plot of um, Knights of Bad Astum, except a um, a LARPer gets a hold of a, basically the Necronomicon, uh, accidentally summons a um, succubus or something into the mortal coil. And then they're forced to use um, sludge metal or something at the end to send it back to hell, because as we drone all, metal, basically, yeah. It, well, the idea <laughs> being that it's a book of um, all spells must be sung, mm-hmm. and it's not so much about the lyrics as it is the intent. When you hold this weird rock thing that's powered by song and intent, so one of the main characters essentially sings one of his band's songs, which is called like the tiny demon slayer or something. And they summon their (laughs) dead friend back from the grave to kill the demon. The one that I always fall back on where it's, you know, like, you know, fuck me sideways or fuck me with a corkscrew. I always say, fuck me with a soldering iron. And I don't know where my brain decide, like logicking out. I think that is one of the worst things for that to happen with. Well, but I don't know why my brain latched onto that one. (laughs) Really? Only if the soldering iron is hot. If it's, well, that's inferred. But it's not, though. Like, we've all worked with soldering irons. Like, they're they're pretty mild by themselves. Like, how often do you just pick up a soldering iron and it's hot? I know stories of a person that that happened to and has permanent scarring. <laughs> I've Yes, I've also seen the IT crowd. What's your point? Uh, no, the, I'm talking real life, not a show. I, yeah, I guess, I, I guess I've spent so much time when dealing with solder waiting for those damn things to heat up. It's like... No, no, they, they never work correctly. They're never warm, and, like, even when they are warm, it's like, ah, it's not working correctly. Like, this is the thing dying. <laughs> you need one of the nice ones that are, like, adjustable and have the sponge and spring built in. Yeah, that's, those are the ones I'm talking about. Huh? Well, I have no problems with them. Yeah, once they get hot, they're hot, but it's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go move my car now. Yeah. Why? I got a <laughs> week before this thing gets hot? <laughs> Apparently, I have to change it to fuck me with a hot soldering iron to meet your criteria. Yes! If there's one thing I've learned from video games is that kind of the, um, like, the empire-making games are applicable to diets. They have arbitrary Forex rules, games or diets. weird timing, and unless you get lucky, you'll get screwed at some point. <laughs> 
and some unknown entity is actively sabotaging you. Yo, of course! Like, I am the Gandhi in Civs 5 of diets, where I'm like, hey, you want a donut? I, I've been on this diet for four months. That's cute. You want a donut? And why do I say <laughs> I'm the Gandhi? Because I'm all, like, peaceful, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going, like, I will fucking nuke the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin your diet. I'm gonna come to your house and force gonna ruin a ham. you as a person. Yeah, I'm gonna force a ham down your throat. A whole ham, <laughs> not in bits, just the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>